podcasters. Welcome back or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia Stefano. Huh. I can't wait to get my new chairs um, and reconfigure this setup because we're 25 seconds in and I already want to move. And again, that's the beautiful sound effects we get when I move in this chair. It's a little ridiculous if you have to ask me, which you don't have to ask me, but I'm telling you, okay, we have a lot to cover and discuss in today's episode, so I want to waste no time. Um, Let's get into my I don't care of the week and then just um, get into things right away. Now, as I was editing last week's episode, I remember telling myself that I should have propped the mic a a different way. But now that I'm here and I'm looking at my mic, I can't remember what I was telling myself to do. Now I feel like I want to pause and try to figure out out what I was going to do. But I also feel like I don't want to do that either. Um... So I'm not. And we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna have it be the way it is. Um, okay. Let's get into my I don't care of the week. Um which I had this morning and last night. And it was a really good one. And now that I'm sitting here, I can't remember what it was. And I'm frustrated. Oh my goodness, what was it? Hmm. I don't care about my memory right now because it was a really good one and I was excited to talk about it and I had things to say about it. And yesterday I was practicing because sometimes what I do is I'll, I'll practice I'll pretend I'm podcasting just like randomly in the day and I'll be talking to no one um but I'm I'm like podcasting and I'm like oh my god that was so good too bad I wasn't recording that because if I did that would have been amazing and unfortunately I can't remember what my I don't care was meant to be but what I can say was right before I started um podcasting I was upstairs just having some fishy crackers because um I I haven't eaten today it's almost five o'clock and I was feeling fatigued so I ate some fishy crackers just to tie me in until dinner time and I was going through people's Instagram stories and one of the Instagram stories that I was going through was um of an Andrew Tate video um of him saying something and it was actually quite wise and i'm i'll play you guys what andrew tate was was saying and then i'm gonna tell you guys what i was then pretending to podcast about afterwards so let me just pull up the the video here of andrew tate i don't believe that people do serious wrong to you on accident i think when people do serious wrong to you it's usually calculated they perhaps don't care about the consequences or what you're going to do and in the end god rewards those who are true to their hearts do not forget the wrongdoings because they are done on purpose should never his voice is so annoying um but that's irrelevant what i'm gonna say i just it's an a and you guys can say the absolute same about me but what he said wasn't bad or wrong in any way he was just like if someone really wrongs you they did it on purpose um don't you know just like know that and that's a good thing to say and that's a nice quote of his i don't like andrew tate in fact i hate him but Not because he's not a good businessman and not because he's not an expert in what he's an expert in. I hate Andrew Tate because he's sexist and um, he's really 
the way he speaks about women is terrible and wrong and it's just fucked up but I am able to separate when someone is a bad human being because of their morals because of their viewpoints whatever it may be from what they're really good at and in his case he's a bad person but he's a great businessman and he teaches business he has an app where he teaches business and he has done a great job for himself he's built an empire and when you build an empire you are also creating more work for other people which is great and he did a good job of that and he capitalizes on you know his fame and he knows that when he says his extreme opinions on feminism that he's only going to be more famous so he continues to say it and he really does capitalize on his sexist opinions because people love to hate people hey me too i hate them but there were there was a moment you know i even have a podcast episode about him and his viewpoints on women and how it's so wrong and if you want to check that out absolutely do the episode is called expectations of women and men um but he's a good businessman and that's just a fact because we see his success so though i hate him and believe he's a bad person i can also see why people like him in regards to his career and that's fine i and this is where i was coming at is like you can you can respect his career and you can follow him for his career and to learn from him and the things that he says that might be smart but let me tell you even dumb people say smart things sometimes so he's an expert in business absolutely take what you will with his advice in that but to say he's a good um spokesperson for humanity or a life coach no did he say something smart in that video yeah does he usually say stuff smart when it comes to personal opinions no so take what you will with everything and i was just kind of pretending to podcast those opinions while eating fishy crackers and i do that a lot and i'm i can't express to you how good i am at speaking when no one is there and no one's here right now but when i'm on camera usually and you guys might have noticed but the past couple weeks i've been slowing it down my vo- i'm not talking as fast as i usually talk i'm not spew because when i do that i look at the time and i'm like i just said an hour's worth of shit in 30 minutes because i've talked so fast so i'm trying to slow it down i'm trying to americanize my accent and in doing that americans speak certainly and they speak with definitive periods canadians don't speak like that we go in roundabout circles we you know fluctuate at the end of every everything we try to be passive where americans are more aggressive so i'm trying to shift the way i speak to be completely american and it's hard but this is definitely going to help me and then the beauty of this is that i get to go back and watch these and edit and have um a little review process time also if you guys hear some background noises i am recording this on a thursday after work so my mom is home and she's up in the kitchen which is directly above the basement right where i'm standing 
And when you're down here, I swear to God, it sounds like the noises are so dramatic. It sounds like you're slamming the fridge closed. It sounds like you're jumping and you're stomping and you're like, you're slamming the cupboards and everything. The sounds are just so dramatic and like echo. Like, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it just sounds like when my mom's walking that she's like the Hulk and just slamming everything. I don't know why it sounds so dramatic and intense, but it does. Um, okay. So that's what I had to say about Andrew Tate. And I feel that way about a lot of people. Um, I can't think of anyone else in particular right now. Um, well, we can say Jeffree Star. Terrible human being. Um, his political stances are very questionable questionable and all over the place and kind of weird he's he's a gay republican which is always a little weird it's like an oxymoron um and then but he's great at makeup and again he's a really good businessman he knew how to create this empire as well for himself he knew documentaries of how his product lines are being made. He knew to work with Shane Dawson in Shane Dawson's Prime. And yes, right after the docu-series came out, shit hit the fan with Shane Dawson. But let's be real. Jeffree Star got to his fame level because he knew how to get himself there. Does he hate transgender people? Yeah. Is that okay? No. And also when I say like I'm able to separate and respect, it's it's not that I respect them as a human because I don't. And I will never, never say I'm a fan of Andrew Tate. I'm a fan of Jeffree Star. I don't give them any time of day except right now. Um, but I don't know if it's because in my own profession, you learn how to separate things really well. Or if I'm just naturally good at separating things as me. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing to see hard work that paid off and be like, you know what? I don't like you, but good for you for persevering and learning how to use certain things to your own benefit. Even if I don't like you on a career level some things can be respected i don't know if that makes sense i always you know the career that i'm going into you always have to tread water and over explain everything that you mean because one day someone's gonna cancel you for anything you say and the fact that we live in this kind of cancel culture world is so fucking annoying and i understand being respectful because that's just period we should be respectful and kind to everyone but people misconstrued and dramatize literally everything that people say and i am so sick and tired of it and seeing all these youtubers tiptoe um around what they're saying and seeing how i tiptoe around what i say now too where it's like it's not a bad thing to say I don't like this person, they're a bad person, but I can respect their dedication, pass passion, and career. Even if I don't like what they did or who they are as a human, certain aspects of them are respectable. With everyone, because everyone is good and bad. Some people are more good than bad, some people are more bad than good, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you have to hate someone entirely. And I don't think you have to love someone entirely. There can be the middle ground and there could be like, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. All right. I've spent 15 minutes talking about people I hate. Let's talk about celebrity news this week. Now, because my podcast comes out once a week, the news that I'm talking about is relevant to this week, which is August... 6th to, through 12th 
Now, next week, this might not be relevant news. Next week, there's probably going to be more updates on everything. But you might not know anything. And hey, if you don't, I'll be your girl. And if you do and you already know the updates, I find it fun to watch something in the past knowing the future. I think it's like a fun game because then you have more insight than I do right now. But you get to hear my opinions with the current day information. And hey, I don't know about you, but that's pretty interesting and fun. It's a game. Um, Some things are not relevant to my own life, but um, pose a question or conversation. And other things are relevant. So uh, I think let's just get into it. I will say my favorite podcast is called The Toast. And they're currently on Mat Leaf. And what they do is it's called The Hot Five. So they talk for whatever, talking about their lives. And then they get into the Hot Five gossip, drama, celebrity news of the day. And they post every single day. But for the month of August, they're on mat leave. And I thought for the month of August, I can try at least to fill in and um, kind of do what they do, which is talk about some celebrity drama and news and keep up with the relevancy because I don't stay I I'm I love pop culture but I'm not super good at staying in the know but since being a toast fan I've been so in the know it's been so amazing because people are like do you hear did you know about this and usually my answer was no because all this information was coming out on TikTok and I'm not on TikTok but I've been finding it all out because of the toast and I've been enjoying it so much. And then I can have conversations with people because I actually know everything. It's been amazing. So I am going to try to not steal from the toast because I'm not. My podcast is about any and everything. And that's just how it's been since day one. But since they're on a break for a month, I thought that if you're a toaster, Maybe you're looking for something to listen to. Hi, I can be that for you. Um, and hey, maybe it's just today that I talk about celebrity news and I forget about it for the rest of the month or maybe not. But um, that's kind of what sparked me to talk about what I'm going to talk about today. So the first story that we have is Little Tay's death. Okay. Lil Tay. Lil Tay. It's one of those L-I-L names, not little. Um, if you know who she is, great. If you don't know who she is, back in 2018-ish time before COVID, she really popped off on Instagram for being this nine-year-old young girl flaunting wads of cash, you know, wrapping on top of a G-Wagon and just being this, uh, like, money, crazy... There's a... What word did they use? There's a word that was used to describe her. Um, Can I see it? No, I can't. Okay, she's just... um flaunting everything except that we later found out that her brother or possibly her dad was forcing her to post all of these videos and this content that really pushed her it pushed her fame for sure but I'm sure not in the way like she was nine at the time and so she probably didn't you know, have a say of anything and, and isn't that person. But unfortunately, that's how the world knows her as. Um, so recently, yesterday, it was said that she was dead. Um, and on her Instagram account, there was a post posted 
by her parents, and I'm going to read it for, for you. It said, It is with a heavy heart that we share the devastating news of our beloved Claire's sudden and tragic passing. We have no words to exp- express the unbearable loss and indescribable pain. This outcome was entirely unexpected and has left us all in shock. Her brother's passing adds an even more unimaginable depth to our grief. During this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss. As the circumstances surrounding Claire's and her brother's death passing are still under investigation, Claire will forever remain in our hearts. Her absence leaving, her absence leaving an irreplaceable void that will be felt all who knew and loved her. So that was posted yesterday. Um, and people were immediately speculating that her dad maybe had something to do with this and that investigators should look into their parents. Um, and so the, it was a big kind of shock. People were posting about it. People were commenting and she's from Vancouver. So it's even kind of like a bigger news story here in Vancouver because she's from here. Um, before COVID, my brother used to do concerts, like rap concerts, not himself. He would organize them and have artists come. And Lil Tay and her brother actually came to one. And then that same kind of time in life, she was also liking my Instagram posts and and, and whatever. I never followed her or anything, still don't, but she, she was liking my stuff and I don't know how she found me, but it was our whole friend group that she was liking. Or maybe it was her brother because people say that he ran her account a lot of the times too. I mean, again, she was nine um, when she rose to fame. You don't really expect a nine-year-old to be running or thinking of this kind of content. So her news, the news about her death came to... It, it was just such a shock, a shock for everyone. Um, and it was unexpected, for sure. And then, before I go to bed last night, my brother sends me a picture. And it said, a screenshot of um, a news report that said the Vancouver and Los Angeles police departments have both denied they're investigating the death of Lil Tay, claims they have no record of her death and have not been alerted of her death. Now, of course, that's weird because if someone dies, there's death certificates, there's a body, the police know unless the body was hidden. But if bodies were hidden parents wouldn't be posting about it you know what I mean um so it was super suspicious and then this morning that Instagram post posted by her parents was taken down so now her Instagram does not have that post and I went on to um google some stuff and she is not dead her and her brother are alive and she commented so I'm gonna read you some stuff on Thursday today TMZ reported that the social media star was in fact still alive and that her Instagram had been hacked citing a statement from her family According to the statement, Lil Tay sought to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, but I am completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say. I've been, it's been a very traumatizing 24 hours. All day yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all while trying to sort out this mess. She also said, 
My Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to spread jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me. To the point that even my name was wrong. My legal name is Tay Tian, not Claire Hope. Earlier Wednesday, Lil Tay's father and former manager refused to confirm or deny her death. With the later calling for caution consideration in handling the news, speaking to Insider, her father, Christopher Hope, refused to comment on the Instagram post and declined to answer whether his daughter was alive. The other problem with all of this is... I, I just read to you what Lil Tay said. And keep in mind, she's 13 or 14 year old, years old now, right? I don't know. It's just the way that, that this stuff is talked about doesn't sound like how a 12-year-old or a 13, 14-year-old would speak. It's been a very... Tw- Uh, traumatizing 24 hours all day yesterday I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones that just doesn't sound now maybe I'm reading into this but hey I'm a journalist today so that's the job it doesn't sound like a young teenager would talk like this My Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to spread jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me. Again, that's not how someone that age would say these things. Right? It just is super suspicious to me. And there has been no video footage of her since like this is is um this statement is from Lil Tay except not directly it's it says that it is from a family member who said Lil Tay said these things there is no direct there has been nothing directly from Lil Tay herself from her voice, her fingers, straight to social media. It's been, well, this person said that she said this. And until we have some sort of video of her, I am suspicious. Now, I did email her. And, you know, I asked, I emailed her team. And I asked to have her on the podcast. We will see what comes of that and I'm hoping honestly that like they're fine right but let's be real like this is suspicious the fact and I can understand someone hacking her Instagram account and posting something totally fucked up like that for sure but people were so quick to suspect foul play especially within her own family that I don't think that that's something that you can look past now maybe the parents posted that the dad saw how everyone was like oh my god they're he like the world is blaming me they think I did something and if he actually did do something if he actually did harm his kids that is a hundred percent reason to take down the post and pose as Lil Tay and say those things that she said in that um, in that uh, statement, right? I mean, if people are starting to suspect you in a double homicide, yeah, it wouldn't be too far fetched to um, twist and try to you know twist the narrative. Right? I'm not delusional. I'm hoping my theories are wrong and that she really is fine. Um, And again, if she is, then hopefully we can get her on the podcast, talk about it, learn who she really is. And um, she can have a fresh start, maybe. I don't see a reason why she wouldn't have posted something 
on her own personal Instagram of her. Like, am I right? Yes, I am. Let's just play this through. Instagram post goes up yesterday. The Instagram account has not been active since 2018. So this, uh, this picture of this statement saying that her and her brother are deceased go up on Instagram and then the next day it's taken down after accusations and fingers pointed towards foul play with the father but no police department has any evidence that they are deceased which is A whole other thing. But then on that same Instagram account that that post was on, it has now been quiet and nothing has been posted on there. You would think that that whatever statement was made to TMZ would have also been posted on her Instagram account by her. When people get hacked... They always post on the Instagram again. And clearly they have the account back because they were able to take down the post. So it's just there are a lot of missing pieces to the story. There is a lot in question here. There are a lot of conspiracies that I have that other people have. It is weird. Um, again, this account has been dead quiet since 2018. And it could be that maybe something happened a long time ago. Maybe her and her brother, and I'm hoping this is completely wrong, but maybe her and her brother were in an accident or killed a couple years ago and things are coming out now. Maybe someone found out and posted and maybe someone found out Okay, this is a conspiracy for real. There's really nothing to back this up. But I'm just trying to cover all bases here. Maybe the father did commit a serious crime on both of his children years ago. Nothing was found. No bodies were found. No weapons were found. Nothing. Maybe not, No, there was no missing cases because maybe... Um, nobody really hung around them much or who knows, COVID happened right away. So maybe during that time, people forgot about her. You can't see other people. So there, there is, COVID is a, is a quiet time when no one was allowed to see anyone. So I wouldn't be super oblivious to something happening to them during that time and it it not being noticed because it was during COVID. And then by the time COVID was out, everyone forgot about her. So I wouldn't be surprised if a crime was committed during COVID time, not discovered, and then someone found out recently, hacked into her account, posted that post, posing as the parents then the parents became suspicious because they were like oh fuck like we might get caught here but the police don't have any evidence because no bodies were actually found yet and then the parents got control of the instagram account took it down and are now posing as lil tay because here's the thing again we haven't heard directly from lil tay yet We've also not heard anything about her brother or from her brother yet. And until we do, it is safe to conspire. Is it conspire? Is that the word? Conspire? Conspire. I just dropped my phone on my ankle bone and that hurt. Until we get a statement directly from Lil Tay and her brother with video footage it's safe to conspire it is safe to assume the worst it is safe to create these 
conspiracies because we don't know. There's there's more evidence pointing towards not the good truth than there is pointing towards the good truth. So we we shall see. Um, again, I reached out to them, so I'm hoping I hear back. Even if it's a no, I'm, I'm hoping to get a response back. And we shall see. I don't know who runs her account, that um, email. If it's her brother, I might never get a response depending on their aliveness. So I'm hoping for the best, really. This could be a really, really terrible, sad star- story. And I'm hoping this isn't the case. I really do hope that this was just like some sort of big mis information really bad rumors confusion and just like nope we're good this was weird let's move on um but until we've we have footage and a statement from them now alive today uh, assume the worst okay that was the biggest story of today. So that took most of my time up, but I wanted it to. The next thing that we're going to talk about is Tom Sandoval and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules are still living together. And I just have to say, because Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are living together right now. But they have two children together and they're not a couple. Neither is Tom and, and Ariana. They're not coupled up. They're not in a relationship anymore. But I, it makes sense for Khloe and Tristan to live together because they have children that they want to raise together. Because Tristan recently lost his mom, because now Tristan also has to raise his brother, and it just makes sense for all of them to live under one roof and be a family that way. However, it doesn't make sense for Tom and Ariana to still live together after months of this, and it's been so toxic You know, they had the whole drama with the dog, which is quite irrelevant compared to the big drama of him cheating on her with her best friend. And they're saying that they're still living together because they're in the process of selling the house and it takes a long time. Okay. See, this is what I'm saying. Khloe Kardashian gets a pass because they're trying to keep their family united and they have children to raise. And though they might not be a couple and though their relationship towards each other is strained, they are working it out individually for their children. But Tom and Ariana are living together because it's going to take a long time to sell the damn house. That's bull fucking shit. I don't believe that for a minute. Because if you guys were in the process of selling the house, only one of you has to be at the house if you want. You don't even have to be at, it can be empty. But the fact that you are both choosing to live in the same house during the selling process is just weird. It's weird. And if Tom is putting his foot down and doesn't want to move... If I were Ariana, I'd be like, fuck you. You're the worst person in the planet because of what you've done to me and the fact that you have no remorse for what you've done and that you're trying to hog our home. You're awful. And all of these reasons are why I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to leave because it's just too much. I just want I just need to go. I need to move on from you. I need to separate myself from you entirely. And they can't do that living in the same house. And I am shocked by Ariana. Tom, we get it. He is a psychopath. He is vicious. We know these things about Tom. 
absolutely. I am shocked by Ariana for choosing to stay in that home with him. With him. Even if they're living on different wings of the house, even if they, if, even if he's in like the pool house or whatever, no, 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 no. I don't want to be on the same property as you. I don't want to be in the space that, that we have lived in for, I think it's what, seven to 10 years or whatever. And we were a family in this home and you ruined everything with my best friend, like in this house. Like I, I know I'm out of here. I just don't understand why she's actually there still. And I can't help but think that maybe she wants to be back with him. Or maybe it was all fake. I don't believe that it was all fake. I don't think it was. I think it was all real. But I'm just trying to wrap my brain around why she would still be there. And what could, what would compel you to stay? Because it's hard to move on, but you got to do it anyways. He's a manipulator. He's going to, he can manipulate her to get back with him. I think we all know that that can happen. Um, And I hope it doesn't. I just don't understand what's keeping her there. What's keeping her there? It's been months. I understand if it was, you know, one month, but this shit has been going on. Well, it's been in the public eye since like April. But they filmed Vanderpump's months ago. So this has been going on in her life for let's just ballpark it a year. I am baffled. I'm going to try to call Hewat because I want to hear her opinions. I don't know if she's working. Let's just call her and see because I am I'm baffled. Let's see if she answers. I don't know. At just being treated so poorly by someone, I couldn't live in the same household as them. It's hard enough to to just like associate yourself or see them on social media, but to hello, no, it's still ringing. But to be in the same house is crazy. You have reached the voicemail box. Okay, we can't have Hewat right now because she didn't pick up. But I would love to hear her opinions on this as well. It's just so shocking. It's shocking. And I hope you're all shocked with me. All right, let's let's move on. And if Hewat calls us back, then that'll be great. Okay, Jenna Bush. I don't know who Jenna Bush is. And I don't really care to know who Jenna Bush is. But this story just made me have some stuff to say. Jenna Bush wants a baby, but her husband put, oh, oh, wait, let's go back to the Vanderpump rules thing before. Okay. For for Sandoval and made it. Maddox? Maddox? Ariana Maddox? For Sandoval and Maddox, who split in March 2023 after Maddox discovered Scandal had been cheating behind her back for months with their fellow Vanderpump Rule co-star, Rachel Levis, the duo are still cohabiting amid their tumultuous breakup. They own the house together, and what happens next with the, par- with the property will take time to sort out, a rep for Sandoval told Us Weekly. At the time, this isn't something that's going to be decided in a weekend. No, and that's fine. It doesn't need to be decided in a weekend if someone's going to move out or stay. But it's not been a weekend. It's been months. And again, if it was, if it was, if it wasn't such a public breakup, if it wasn't such a venomous breakup, if it wasn't such a disgust, disgusting way for someone to treat another human being if it wasn't this big story if it wasn't this heartbreaking event breakup then I can see why they would want to live together until they sell the house or until something happens with the property but like this 
like Daily News said, it was a tumultuous breakup. It was insane. And the whole wide world knew about it. So with all of that, how do you still live with someone who treated you that way for months on end? Because again, I understand you not moving out right away because you need to sort stuff out and you need to figure out where you're going to live and what your next move is. But it has been months. Months. There's just no excuse at this point unless you're trying to work things out or, you know, see each other on the low key. And I hope she doesn't. She doesn't deserve... She doesn't deserve that heartache that we all know he's going to, you know, push back onto her one day. Okay, let's move on to the next story. Jenna Bush Hager wants to expand her brood, but husband Henry Hager isn't on the same page. It's sort of time for me to have another baby, Jenna, 41, said on the Tuesday, August 8th episode of Today with Honda and Jenna. After sharing that her youngest son, Hal, had just recently celebrated his fourth birthday, I'd like to have another. We're not... Well, Jenna said she told Henry, 45, with whom she shares kids Mila, 10, Poppy, 7, and Hal, 4, that she should be having a baby right now because of her four-year-old's age difference between their two youngest children. Her husband is set with sticking to a family of five. Henry put his foot down. He says, we have three healthy babies. She continued, nothing, nothing that age and previous health stuff were all listed as reasons to not move forward with another baby. So, so this... That's the story. But why I'm bringing it up is if a woman wants another baby and the man doesn't want another baby or gender really doesn't matter. If the partner carrying the baby wants another baby and the other partner doesn't, I just wonder how you come to. I I guess it doesn't matter who you are in the relationship if one person wants more kids and the other person doesn't want more kids and and you're both kind of stern with your opinions how do you compromise on such a big want like another child or not like how do you reason and and if you do come to a decision like in this case where Henry was like, absolutely not. We are not having another kid. You're 42 years old now. We have beautiful children as it is. We've got a family of five. That's perfect. Everybody's healthy. You're older. So there's a chance of, you know, a lot of risk in a pregnancy with people over the age of 40. So... It seemed like they weighed the pros and cons and decided not to have another baby. But I can't help and think that Jenna is going to have some sort of resentment or always kind of be upset that they didn't have another kid. Because to him, his family is complete. To her, her family's not complete. Now I'm putting words in her mouth, but that's how I take it. He wants no more kids, so he finds that his family's complete. She wants more kids. Not saying she doesn't love her family, but, you know, when people are content with how many kids they have, they say my family is complete. And she wants more kids. Does that feeling of that want ever go away? I feel like she might resent him forever and this is person to person opinion by opinion but is it okay for a man to demand no I will not have another child with you in my opinion I think it's fine because that is such a big deal that is such a big deal and 
if one of the two people raising this child is not down for it, it's not going to happen. But I've just not really heard many stories of men putting their foot down and being like, no, absolutely not. We're done. No more. And it just, it kind of made me think. Not in a particular way. I was just like, hmm. Hmm. Does that piss some people off? I wonder. But, um, hopefully their family is happy. I don't know who these people are. And I don't know what the fuck that show was. I assume they have a reality show. I don't know who Jenna Bush is. Let me Google her. I don't know who Jenna Bush is, but I was just like, that just made me wonder. Jenna Bush. Who's Jenna Bush? Oh, my God. Oh, I spelled the name wrong. I did not put Jenna. Yeah, I don't know who she is. I have no idea who these people are. What are they famous for? The Hager family. Who are these people? Let me Google. Who is the Hager family? Who is the Hager family? Jenna. Jenna. Let's see. Jenna. But okay. Um, she's an American news politician. Is that her? Author, journalist, co-host. Oh, she is the co-host of Today with Honda and Jenna, the fourth hour of NBC's morning news program. Oh, that's pretty boring. That's pretty boring. I thought it was like a reality star. Um, well, congratulations to the husband for not having a fourth kid. There you go. Compromise. But again, I just feel like a compromise on whether or not having another child or not is something that each person's opposite opinion on the topic is so like like she's so passionate about having another kid right because if you want one you are and he's so passionate about not having another kid like just some things compromising is hard and a compromise on something like that someone's gonna be upset right just naturally Shakira and Jimmy Butler ooh Shakira is dating again She's back at it. Earlier this year, Shakira said she was betrayed by her ex while her father, William did, was hospitalized. She said, My dad went to Barcelona to console me after I was consumed with sadness because of my separation. She told people, While he was at Milan's first communion, he was gravely injured in an accident. Everything happened at once. My home was falling apart. I was finding out through the press that I had been betrayed while my dad was in the ICU. So we all know Shakira had a terrible breakup. What I didn't know was that she was dealing with her injured dad at the same exact time she was finding out that her common-law husband was betraying her ruthlessly. And that's terrible, terrible, terrible. But she's back in the dating world and she's uh, killing it. Shakira's romance with NBA star Jimmy Butler is heating up and they're both interested in seeing what the future brings. They've been getting progressively closer over the past several weeks. An insider exclusively tells Us Weekly of Shakira, 46, and Butler, 33. Jimmy makes Shakira smile, and she really enjoys getting to know him on a deeper level. The source adds that Shakira is intrigued by Butler because he's different from other men. She's dated in the past. She appreciates how he takes the lead in the relationship, the insider tells us. He is the one who makes plans with her, pursues her, and makes her feel valued. The duo, are, the duo are still taking it slow, but Shakira is definitely open to seeing where things go in the future. It's too early to tell if there's a long-term potential there. 
How exciting for her. So it's so clear based on that statement that her ex was super submissive. Didn't care to make any romantic plans with her. Didn't care to do anything. She, it seemed like she was really carrying the weight of the relationship on her own shoulders. And now she is really taking so much time that she probably spent worrying wondering where he was consumed in am I good enough um what else could I be doing now she doesn't have to worry about that now she's like fuck that shit I'm gonna spend all this time with my children and even if I even if she was spending the time with her children now she could be more focused and present now I don't know her personally she probably was but I can't help but think that you know when things are really going bad in your life, you are consumed subconsciously, consciously, whatever, with other things as you're living your life naturally. And so now she probably gets to just be undividedly there with her kids and to feel valued and wanted in her partner at whatever stage they're at in their, you know, dating or relationship, like, good for her. She deserves this. She's one of the most beautiful people on the planet. She's so talented, funny. Everybody loves Shakira. Everybody loves Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, oh, baby, when you talk like that, you'll make a woman go mad. And hopefully, hopefully, he makes her feel like her hips are lying again instead of him lying. I wish Shakira well. I hope for the best for her. She deserves happiness in the truest form. And I'm just constantly shocked that her ex betrayed her. Period. Just like I'm shocked that Jay-Z betrayed Beyonce. And just like I'm shocked that Kelly Clarkson's husband did her so dirty like this as well. When you have someone, an icon, as your partner, and they're so perfect, I guess your ego is hurt. And you feel like you need to do terrible things to uplift your own ego and um fuck you for that that's terrible if you can't be fully happy for your spouse for your partner then don't cheat tell them tell them your feel i don't know like it's so fucked up it's so fucked up it's disgusting all right that's all the news that i have for today for this week next week i'm hoping to have some updates at least the very least on the lil tay conspiracies um it's crazy it's crazy i couldn't even i couldn't even look at the lizzo stuff this week i know people are I I know most news places right now are just recording all the celebrities that go to uh, the L.A. Eras tour because I think I think she is performing six days there. And people are waiting for a Kardashian to show up. So so that's really consumed the news right now. Pop culture is who's going to Taylor Swift's L.A. nights. Um. I would love to go, but I couldn't ever go. I don't think I could. I think if someone gave me free tickets, I would absolutely go. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't fit in because the songs that people don't like, like the songs that the hardcore fans don't love of Taylor's are the only songs that I know. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, which is like her radio songs, which I totally understand. I'm, I would never say that Ariana's radio songs are my favorite. I would say that the song that made it on the radio 
that's known for being a radio song that I actually like of Ariana's is Dangerous Woman and Break Free. But really, all the other ones, mm, no, I could live without. But it's the songs that the whole world doesn't know about. It's the songs that if you love the artist, you listen to the whole album. And when you do, like that's when you find the really good ones. Because artists usually put out the singles, the radio songs that are going to be the most catchy, the most fun, the most universally liked. But you have to listen to the album to find the ones that are truly the best. And uh, you do that when you love an artist. So I only know really Taylor for her radio songs. And I cannot call myself a fan. And if I went to a concert only knowing the radio songs, that'd be embarrassing. Like if I showed up to an Ariana song and only sang the radio songs, that would be humiliating. I will not do that. But don't worry, I can't afford going to the Eras tour anyway. So this isn't like something that is up for discussion. Alrighty, Rue, everybody. That is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great week. Um, and that's all she wrote. Bye.